Uh, welcome to Regenerative Medicine Today. This is John Murphy, and it's my pleasure to bring this podcast to you from Toronto, Canada. Uh, the setting is the scene of the Termes meeting, and this particular podcast uh, relates to the uh, young investigators and graduate students who will operate under the SYIS North America. Let me begin by introducing Tiffany Solero, and uh, she can tell us a little bit about SYIS North America, her interest, and introduce her colleagues who are with us today. Tiffany? Hi, Tiffany Solero, a graduate student in Stephen Badalak's laboratory at the University of Pittsburgh and McGowan Institute for Regenerative Medicine. My area of research includes the use of naturally derived scaffolds for hepatic tissue engineering. Unfortunately, our vice chair cannot be with us today, Don Delo from Wake Forest, but our treasurer, Allison McQuigan, is. Hi, my name is Allison McQuigan, and I'm a postdoctoral fellow at Stanford University, and I'm working in Jeffrey Axelrod's lab as studying planar cell polarity in Drosophila. My name is Jolene Valentine, and I'm the secretary for the SYIS North American chapter. My focus uh, is working on extracellular matrix-derived scaffolds and analyzing the immune response to these scaffolds in an in vitro and in vivo setting. Hi, my name is Masood Yaganegi, and I'm the chair of the Scientific and Professional Development Committee of SYIS for North America. And I'm a master's student at Dr. Rita Kendall's lab here in the University of Toronto. And my research involves the mechanical stimulation and tissue engineering of intervertebral disc analyst fibrosis uh, using electrospun nanofiber scaffolds. And I'm Doug Bellman. I'm the meeting committee chair of Termis NASYIS. Uh, the student program here is my primary focus and the reason I am part of SYIS. I'm a PhD student in Dr. Molly Schweikert's lab at the University of Toronto. My research, is, my research time is spent uh, delivering drugs to the spinal cord uh, for the purposes of regeneration. Well, thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, again, welcome. It's a pleasure to have you with us uh, on this occasion. Uh, we've referred to SYIS North America, but I'd ask uh, Tiffany to uh, perhaps elaborate and explain what this organization is. So the whole concept of Termis having a student section began October of 2005 at the Shanghai meeting when a group of about 30 students got together and brainstormed and, and envisioned what the student section should be. So during the months of October 2005 to April of 2006, the students kept in touch, kept brainstorming, and we were able to present the proposal for this student section, what was then named the SYIS or Student Young Investigator Section, to the Termis Council at the Pittsburgh meeting. We've since then had elections, which formalized the student section. Okay, thank you. Uh, just for clarity for our listeners, uh, I gather there are other sections of, uh, of SYIS? Correct. The Asia Pacific is chaired by Sambit Sahu at the National University of Singapore, and the East, uh, EU chair is Katerina Alves. Well, thank you. Uh, Allison, would you uh, share with us uh, how big is the SYIS North America and why should a student be interested in participating? So currently, we think our membership is around 250 people and we're hoping for it to increase significantly after this meeting. And for me, I find it very interesting to be involved because during my time as a PhD student, I was involved with various student groups 
but it was quite different being involved in an international society and especially a young international society. For example, there was kind of different strategies that you need to do when members of the committee are in very different places around the world. So a lot more of the interaction is over email or over conference call and not face-to-face. So that presents different challenges to working in a student group where you can go and find someone in their lab and get them to do something for you. So it really required a lot more planning and a lot more collaboration and a lot more document keeping and Um, keeping track of what we want to do and I guess I would say is very interesting being involved in the society right now because it's so young so we're really trying to formulate a vision which is a, a very different kind of experience to what you would do perhaps with your your science experience because you're going towards a particular project that's maybe two years or five year goal whereas here we're trying to design a vision for the society that's going to go for maybe 10 years and it's trying to understand strategies and things that we can do uh, that are small steps towards creating something um, and creating a society and a and a particular feel for that society 10 years from now. So that's a very interesting process to be part of. So I would definitely encourage people to get involved. It's interesting that you speak about the uh, international nature because uh, truly as we all look at uh, regenerative medicine research, it's certainly multidisciplinary and international. So I applaud uh, you and your colleagues for uh, thinking about this from your particular student section uh, aspects as well. So thank you. It uh, sounds like you have a a 10-year vision in terms of uh, uh, forming a a functional uh, chapter. Uh, Can you elaborate on the vision and what the uh, path is to accomplish that in this 10-year period? So central to our vision is the career and professional development of its members. And one way that we do this is through meetings, our annual meetings, and we have a variety of different activities geared at enhancing the professional development and making opportunities for students to have interaction with some of the leaders in the field. Masood, I understand that uh, you're the uh, chairperson of the Professional Development Committee. Can you uh, explain some of your initiatives and activities in that regard, please? Sure. Uh, The goal of the Scientific and Professional Development Committee is to break some of the barriers uh, between uh, the various academic centers in North America and, more importantly, for our society in general, uh, internationally and also some of the barriers between academic and industrial aspects of tissue engineering. So this could be achieved through a number of ways, and one of the most effective ways is through these meetings that we have, and more specifically in the 2007 meeting that we had for North America, we had the pleasure of hosting Dr. Scott Bruder, who's the worldwide vice president of uh, Johnson & Johnson Regenerative Therapeutics, and he gave a talk. He was the keynote speaker for the professional development seminar this year, and he provided a very interesting insight into the industrial um, perspective when it comes to tissue engineering. And this kind of interaction uh, between industrial partners and industrial leaders and students can really only be uh, most effective in the face-to-face meetings that we have annually. Um, but we also have a number of other visions uh, and ideas. Uh, that could be implemented over the next five to ten years and some of the other members here will elaborate on those visions that we have. Thank you.
And Jolene, I understand uh, you have some examples uh, relative to uh, these activities. Could you share one with us, please? Of course. One of the main goals in developing the member benefits for SYIS is to assist in uh, the student and young investigators uh, development into the career into the leader of a regenerative medicine or, or tissue engineering uh, field. So one of the areas that we are focusing our attention is the development of an online form that will involve uh, members uh, posting questions and tracking the responses of these questions and doing an online uh, communication um, across the continent and even across the globe as well. The, the website for this online form, I would encourage you to uh, be involved in this, is www.termis.org slash students.php. It's important to become involved in the SYIS uh, to reap all the benefits that are currently in place and also that will be in place. Some of the things that are in development now um, is an online database that will be able to provide information regarding funding um, for grants and also for um, the connections between leaders of regenerative medicine and, uh, and, and graduates and also postdocs for um, possible job opportunities, uh, postdoc opportunities, um, even faculty positions as well. Uh, we're also developing um, an online job hosting uh, type of website so that the members can easily access available p positions in academia and industry. Thank you, Jolene. Uh, Doug, I understand you're the uh, meetings uh, manager for uh, the group. Uh, can you give us some uh, highlights and assessment of the, uh, this year's meeting, which I should note is still in progress, so uh, you may do a little bit of retrospective and forecasting as, as we go forward here. Well, forecasting is easier because it's always going to be a rosy Hive 21 kind of deal with me, right? The conference to date, uh, as we sit in the middle of it, has really been fantastic. And the great part about this meeting uh, is that we've now had enough time to bring a full planning session and all of our energies to bear. So the student committee in Toronto with various satellite members, uh, actually from across North America, has been in planning for nine months. And bringing this project to term has been an experience uh, and a wonderful one at that because we've added, in our view, three different layers to the Termis SYIS experience for a student. Professional development is one of the layers. Masood talked about that. We have, of course, our seminar, but we also have a student meet mentor breakfast, which Tiffany had a hand in, uh, as well as Corrine Ho, also of the University of Toronto. And that breakfast is 10 academic professionals meeting with 90 students. So instead of uh, Dr. Scott Bruder as an industry spokesperson, we now have our 10 professors. Uh, a second layer is actually trying to develop the camaraderie that we can see amongst the professors and other industry members that we see here. When you see pillars of the regenerative medicine community, they introduce one another by first names, they smile, they laugh, but if I were to introduce a student from a different university, I don't know them yet. That's a problem from my perspective, and part of it is because we're young, but we can accelerate that just with some wonderful receptions, museum tours, the type of item that normally can be 
overlooked in a scientific session, you just have to make sure that you, you don't do that because when we were at, we were out the other night actually and you see pads of paper at the bar and there's science on the pads of paper which is a little bit embarrassing to admit for those of us who just want to relax and blend in with the Toronto nightlife but but there it was and so seeing that development uh, happen in the evenings is fantastic. The third layer uh, of the meeting that we have here is just a nod to the host community of which I'm a member. Toronto is one of Canada's largest medical and biomedical centers with reams of hospitals and our largest university here and so touring labs and hospitals is a big part of uh, the conference to our eyes and we had dozens of students who came out and saw what it's like on the ground in Toronto seeing where people work and understand the environment that that we're in. In all we have about uh, six different events and we're going to have total participation of uh, over 300 students which to my mind is really fantastic considering that the entire conference attendance is only about 673 so just about half of the people here are going to take a few steps with SYIS and that's a real member benefit. What you've uh, as a group described to us is uh, really exciting and fascinating. Uh, you've uh, clearly delineated the fact that this is an organization for the, uh, the youth of this profession and it's perhaps important to note that again that there's lots of different disciplines, even the people that uh, are here with us today have different scientific interests, but one long-term goal in terms of this broad area called regenerative medicine. Uh, I heard it noted that, there, that you, you meet once a year at the annual meeting, but I've heard some uh, comments about your strategies and techniques to uh, stay in touch uh, throughout the year. Uh, what types of uh, communications are you using to uh, network during the year as opposed to this once a year when you can meet in a fine city like Toronto or elsewhere to, uh, to share interests? Well, for the officers, we have our conference call meetings and we talk via email. But, that, but the forum provides a unique opportunity for members to interact from around the world you know, throughout the year. So the North American chapter meets once a year and you introduced the fact that there are some other uh, sections as well. Uh, I assume they have uh, their meetings also? Yes, once a year, except every three years we have one world, world meeting, World Congress. And if I recall correctly, the next North American meeting will be in 2008 in San Diego. Correct, December of 2008. Okay. And I understand that there's a newsletter also? There's a biannual newsletter that is uh, contrib contributions from EU, Asia Pacific, and North America. So what you've described is really exciting and fascinating. And uh, uh, when I was at uh, your stage of my professional development, it certainly would have been exciting to have an opportunity like this. Uh, who can be members of uh, SYIS and how do you become a member? So to become a member, you go to the Termis website. So that's www.termis.org. Um, and you can sign up to become a member. And you want to select to become an SYIS member uh, so, that you're, uh, so that we know about you in the Young Investigators section. And right now students can join and academic postdocs can join the society, which, uh, which makes... 
an interesting group because it's not just students, it's postdocs as well who have slightly different perspectives and in terms of giving advice between different people in the society that can be very helpful because postdocs have got a postdoc already so that's good advice for students and young investigators can help mentor postdocs. So I think the kind of mentoring aspect is quite unique here because we have quite a mix of people. Uh, so it's very exciting. Another very easy way to become a member is to attend an annual meeting. So again, I'd like to thank uh, all of you for sharing both your vision and the extra efforts that you're putting in to make this uh, organization become functional and widely recognized and uh, highly desired to, uh, to be a member of. Uh, I understand that uh, all of you have a uh, responsibility that uh, will encourage us to wrap this discussion up, that the uh, first annual uh, Termas uh, student poster competition will uh, begin shortly. And so with that, I want to say thanks to each of you uh, for joining us and sharing this vision. Uh, we will post on regenerativemedicinetoday.com uh, some links to each of uh, these uh, members and also to the uh, Termis uh, website. Again, thank you, and uh, we appreciate the opportunity for you to share with our listeners uh, your fine work and encourage uh, listeners who qualify, i.e. graduate students and postdocs, to seriously consider uh, joining the organization. Again, best wishes until we meet again on the next podcast. Thank you.